If you have built castles in the air, your work need not be lost. This is where they should be. Now put the foundations under them. Henry David Thoreau from Walden. Welcome back to the Neuroscience Meets Social and Emotional Learning Podcast, where we bridge the gap between theory and practice with strategies, tools, and ideas we can all use immediately, applied to the most current brain research, to heighten productivity in our schools, our sports environments, and modern workplaces. For returning guests, welcome back. And for those who are new listeners, I'm Andrea Samadhi, and launched this podcast almost four years ago to share how important understanding of our brain is for our everyday life and results. This season, Season 9, will be focused on neuroscience going back to the basics as we revisit our past Brain Fact Fridays, narrowing in on how anything new from the field of neuroscience can be tied to improving our productivity, our results, and our mental and physical health. Why are we going back to the basics? When we're building something worthwhile, something that we want to last, going back to the foundations will help us to strengthen our understanding of our brain and our mind to our results, providing us with the extra strength we'll need to overcome the obstacles and challenges that will come our way. My hopes are that this step backwards will help us to become better prepared to move forward towards our goals or whatever it is we're working on this year with this strong foundation in place. For today's episode, number 272, we'll go back to our very first Brain Fact Friday that we released as a bonus episode on March 5th of 2021, called Using the Reticular Activating System to Set Your Intent and Achieve It. And we'll dive a bit deeper into how this system in the brain, our RAS, can actually help us with whatever it is we want in 2023. But before we get to the science behind our goals, I want to take you on a trip that goes back to my early days of working in the seminar industry with motivational speaker Bob Proctor, who taught me how to dream. You can watch our interview on episode 66, where he marvels at how he watched the dream I envisioned all those years ago reveal itself over the years as I took his work and created a book for teens to improve their grades, their results with sports, or sharpen their skills that eventually was made into an online course. I remember talking with Bob about this first book, The Secret for Teens Revealed, that was really just my notes that I'd gathered over the years of listening to him in the seminars when he was helping adults to achieve their goals, and I wrote it so that a teenager could apply it. And I remember telling him that I thought there was something missing that was preventing kids from embracing the concepts written within the pages. We all know how learning works and how important it is for a student to be engaged and motivated with whatever it is they're learning. He picked up on what I was getting at, and he affirmed that it is missing something very important and went on to a lesson for me standing in this hallway at this seminar he was speaking at about the creative process. 
He said, "You'll want to think about how the creative process works." And then he got on the phone and called somebody and put me in contact with someone who would take the words in the book and help them come alive visually with video. He suggested. I never did end up working with the person Bob put me in contact with, and I forget why. But he did open up my mind for how to take the words in the book, the vision I wanted those kids to see, and bring it to life. You can do this with images in a picture book or other ideas I've talked about on recent episodes with innovative and creative ideas, but we did it with video. I worked with Ryan O'Neill, who we met on episode two hundred three on making your vision a reality, and created the Secret for Teens Revealed online course that you can find today on the Udemy platform. It all begins with a creative process. Before we get to the science behind this idea of goal achieving for 2023, I think it's important to go back to the basics here and revisit what Bob was trying to get me to think about standing in that hallway when we were talking about what was missing from my book. He wanted me to revisit the creative process that I've been mesmerized by since those early days when I used to sell those seminars with him. I always wondered. How do people dream up big ideas and then achieve them? Bob would always say that it begins with this process that starts when the inventor of the idea paints a picture of what they want to see. He would talk about the creative process in three steps. Step one was fantasy: paint the picture of what you really want in your mind. See it clearly on the screen of your mind first. Dream it all first. We've talked in depth about the importance of being able to clearly see your goals on the screen of our mind in past episodes, but most recently with our deep dive of the Silva method. Step two was theory. Next, you'll need to go from the dream world or your imagination faculty to your reasoning faculty, where you'll create the plans you'll need for the attainment of the goal. If you look at the image in the show notes. You can see that Bob would say it's here that we all need to pass a test. He says you've got to ask yourself, "Am I able to do this?" You might look at whatever it is you've dreamed up, and you'll think, "I can't do that." As you think about the hundreds of reasons why you can't achieve this goal that you really want, he'd say, "If you really want it, you'll find the way." The second test you'll need to pass with this question. Is am I willing to do what it takes for this goal? Are you willing to pay the price, put in the extra effort needed? It's here that he would say goals are not meant for you to get them; they're meant for you to grow. Step three is fact. Now you'll use repetition and a change in behavior to turn your fantasy into a fact. Whatever it is that you want or that you've achieved. It wasn't something that just came to you overnight. It was something you created, starting with your imagination, starting as a fantasy. Then you turned it to a theory. You put your plans into place, and over time, your dream became a reality or a fact. When you turn your fantasy into a fact, you're in a position now to build even better fantasies. And that, my friend Bob Proctor would say, is the creative process. I'm hoping that whatever it is that you want, or that you're investing your time on, that it's something worthwhile. 
I hope it's not something that you've achieved in the past and you've just written it haphazardly down setting goals this year. I hope it's a goal that when you look at it, you'll have no idea how you'll accomplish it. This is a worthy goal that only comes from dreaming big that will challenge you to grow and move beyond where you've ever been before in the past. I hope whatever it is that you're working on, that it's something that you look at and think, now how in the earth am I going to do that? This is truly something worth investing your time on as it will help you to grow. I find the creative process to be fascinating or watching people achieve what appears to the untrained eye to be impossible. And I do believe there's a science to this process. And I think that a closer look at the reticular activating system is a first step towards unraveling the secrets to our future successes with goal setting and achieving with our brain in mind. So to bring the most current research in here, I'm going to go to the work of Stanford professor and American neuroscientist, Dr. Andrew Huberman's work, and I've joined his podcast premium channel, which I probably should join at the founding member level for how much I quote him on this podcast. On our first episode on the RAS, we talked about the fact that in order to achieve our goals or things we want in our life, we must first learn to understand and use our reticular activating system, which is a filter in our brain that helps us to focus on the things that are most important to us. If you've heard of the idea that energy flows where your attention goes, this explains why putting some focus on what we want to create in our life is so important. In our first episode, We talked about the fact that Tobias Van Schneider explained that the reticular activating system, or the RAS, is a bundle of nerves at our brainstem that filters out unnecessary information so the important stuff can get through. Van Schneider believes that this reticular activating system can be trained, and I agree. And it's here that I'll bring in Dr. Andrew Huberman's research to show you how we can use our RAS to move us towards certain things that we want and away from others that we don't want. Dr. Huberman was interviewed on the Mindset Mentor podcast, where he went much deeper into this explanation, but he said, think of the RAS as a template for what you want or what you're looking for, and it impacts your perception, helping you to notice what you're paying attention to, or like Von Schneider said, it filters out unnecessary information so the important stuff gets through. It begins with our perception or what we're paying attention to. He gave an example of a car that you want, explaining how the brain first uses its perception ability and notices what I'm paying attention to. This new car, something that I really want. I used to really want the Audi R8, but I'm happy with the car I have right now. So I can't say I've been looking for R8s when I'm driving around, But if I was, you'd better believe I would see them everywhere. We talked about this on our first episode on the RAS with the man who invented the Maxon liftgate that you see on the back of trucks. Once he brought my attention to this sign on the back of trucks that helps you to load and unload a truck with contents, I started seeing them everywhere. This was my RAS at work. Next, our brain gets involved. Dr. Huberman says that once we know what we're paying attention to, that one of four neuromodulators, so either acetylcholine, 
dopamine, epinephrine, or serotonin come into play, depending on which one is high in your system. He gave an example of if serotonin is high, you're more likely to feel good about your environment around you, and there'll be no seeking involved. You'll be focused on things in your immediate sphere or your home life, for example. And if your dopamine is high, there's a sense of ambition involved where you begin to focus on things outside of your environment or experience, and it's involved in the seeking circuit. He says that the dopamine system is all about want, desire, craving, motivation, and getting more, and it can tie into the goal-setting, achieving experience that he says is dopamine-driven. Our RAS next changes our worldview. Here's where the science bridges the gap between many of our past podcast episodes where we've talked about the importance of knowing what it is that you want or even reading your goals out loud every day that we talked about with our Think and Grow Rich book review last year. If you want to get fancy, you can also listen to the deep dive on the Silva method to visualize whatever it is that you want on the mental screen of your mind. We dove deep into this method at the end of last year, and it makes more sense to me now why this method is so effective. Once you know what you want, the RAS in your brain begins to work for you, and it will cue up the things near you and will help you to access memory stores about your end goal. Or, like Bob Proctor taught us with the creative process, it begins with painting the picture of your fantasy clearly on the screen of your mind. Now that we understand the research behind the creative process, thanks to Dr. Huberman, it's easy to see how we can go from fantasy, with our perception of what we're paying attention to, to theory, where we create the plans of what we want based on the neuromodulator that's high in our brain, to fact, where we've used an understanding of our brain to create something that we've wanted. So let's put this into action. Try this activity that Dr. Huberman suggests and let me know what happens in your case. Before you go to bed at night, place the intention of whatever it is that you want, whatever it is you're working on. Maybe you're writing a novel and you're looking for new ideas. This would be your intention. Maybe you're looking for a promotion at work. This would be your intention. Or you're a student and you want to improve your grades or you want to improve your skills in a sport or even earn more money. You get the picture. Clearly visualize your intention before you go to sleep at night. And Dr. Huberman says this activity will begin to cue up your brain to the things you should pay attention to. Because like we said before, it's acting like a filter since it can't pay attention to everything. Then over the next few days, see what you notice. Did you have any new ideas for the novel you're writing? Did you notice a new job opening that you could apply for that would be a promotion for you and seem like a perfect fit for you? Did you notice something important you forgot to study that could cost you some grades? Did you notice something new you could do with your sport to improve somehow? The funny thing I picked up from watching this interview with Dr. Huberman is that he made a joke about the movie The Secret while explaining how the Raz works in this interview. If I wasn't paying attention to everything he was saying, I would have missed it. He said that once you pay attention to what you've set your intention on, you'll start to cue up all the things near you from your conscious and your subconscious mind, the things that you already possess in your mind from your memory bank 
to help you to attain whatever it is that you want to accomplish. And you'll start to see things in the world to help you. And there's nothing secretive about this. No pun intended, he says. I thought it was interesting he was referring to the movie The Secret that my mentor Bob Proctor starred in that inspired me to write The Secret for Teens Revealed. I know Bob didn't know the science behind goal setting and achieving, or at least not as in-depth as Dr. Andrew Huberman did, but he knew there was something happening that he saw over and over again with people who dreamed up an incredible fantasy and then turned it into reality. I'm glad I didn't miss this detail, and it made me think of something I saw one of my early influencers mention this week, that attention to detail does matter. To review and conclude this week's Brain Fact Friday, and our first Brain Fact Friday from March of 2021, that I think we've more than covered in depth today, did you know that your RAS is a powerful system in your brain that draws you towards certain things and away from others? Dr. Andrew Huberman. As we close out this episode and review of our first Brain Fact Friday from 2021, I hope this understanding of our brain and this filter called the RAS has opened your eyes like it did mine to something new, giving you an aha moment where you can begin to draw that which you want closer to you using the creative process with science. To conclude this episode, think about these questions. Has this understanding of our RAS connected to the goal-setting achieving process in your life helped you to refine what it is you're working on this year? Did it help you with the goals you've set that seem impossible to achieve or helped you to dream bigger than you've been dreaming? If you see one of the images in the show notes from my notes at one of the seminars where Bob was teaching us on the creative process, if you can read them, you'll see where I point out that when others see you working on something that's much bigger than you, that people will start to come out of the woodwork who will want to help you. You just need to begin or set the intention of what you want in order for this to happen. Some other thoughts? Do you actually think about what you're paying attention to from day to day? Do you think about the creative process and perhaps what you turn over to your imagination at the fantasy level? Do you spend time dreaming? Have you started to use your reasoning faculty to create the plans that you'll need to turn your fantasy into a fact? Are you a doer and not just a dreamer? Do you know the neuromodulators that are high in your brain? This will help you to understand which of the four neuromodulators are driving you, whether it's dopamine to look outside of your environment or serotonin, and we talked about these two. There's also acetylcholine that keeps us focused and epinephrine for alertness. Do you think about your RAS or your brain now and how it's working for you in this creative goal-setting achieving process? Did you try the activity and actually go to sleep with an intention of something that you wanted to create or move towards the next day? And did your RAS help you in any other way that I haven't mentioned with what you want to create? I'll close out this episode with a quote from someone who I know understands the creative process and how it works. The difference between something good and something great is attention to detail. Charles Swindell. 
and I hope we can all see that it's important to notice even the tiniest details. Where our focus goes, our energy flows, and this understanding of the RAS and our brain can help us to pay attention to what matters most to us and help us to achieve something we've never achieved before in 2023, which in turn will contribute to our growth personally and professionally. And with that, we'll close out this episode, and I'll see you next week where we'll take a deeper dive into our next Brain Fact Friday on regulating our thoughts and emotions. Some final thoughts and reflections? This episode made me think deeply about my own creative process as I wrote this over a few days in an early morning time slot where I have a quiet place to focus. But like my book discussion with Bob, I knew there was something missing, so I woke up early, went to my office, and took out some old notebooks from the seminar days to see what else I could add to make this episode more than just, hey, here's how we set goals and look at how the brain helps us to do this. I was looking for something else, and a few things stood out to me from those old seminar notes. The Walden quote that I opened up with was actually written on the back of an old seminar booklet, and I thought it was fitting for what I wanted to convey. I want us to all build castles in the sky. I could almost see Bob shouting that out from the stage. He would use his hands to mold his castle in the sky, and then he'd look up and paint this image, getting us all in the audience to look up and imagine our dream in the sky. And with this, I wonder, what's your dream? Can you see it painted visually? Can you feel it with your heart and soul? I highly recommend going back to our Think and Grow Rich book study to start off every new year with. There's so much in those six episodes that will set us all up for success with whatever it is we're working on. The creative process is summed up nicely within the pages of this book. Now, after I recorded this episode, I had it all queued out to go out this Friday And then something weird happened. I woke up in the middle of the night, and it was almost like I was jolted out of sleep. I kept thinking, this episode isn't finished. I went to my desk, and I thought, what else can I add? Not knowing why I'd woken up with such a force, almost pushing me back to my desk, just to take another look at this episode. Now, this is about 1.30 in the morning. I was wide awake, and I was looking for whatever it was that needed to be added. And then I saw it. This Friday, when I was planning to release this episode, marks the one-year anniversary of the day Bob Proctor passed away last year. I'm usually pretty good with dates, but this past month has been a whirlwind. I'm not even sure what time it is often, let alone the day. I can't believe I almost missed it and wrote this episode with many examples about my past mentor without realizing it would go out on the exact one-year anniversary of when he left us. If it wasn't for that jolt that pushed me back to my desk to take another look at it, I would have missed it. Details really do matter. So this episode is for you, Bob. One year after you moved over from the physical world to the non-physical, where you taught us that we all go someday, and that we're still here, we're just different forms of energy, like the goals we bring from the unseen world, from our imagination, to the physical world, our reality. This trip back down memory lane was so very special. 
remembering how Bob Proctor taught many of us to dream and to honor all those early influencers, many who've come on this podcast over the years, who paved the pathway for where I personally ended up today. This is what I want for all of our listeners, to get to the place where you've given it your all, you've stretched yourself, you've gone beyond your levels of comfort, you've sat at the edge of your seat, leaning in, you've accomplished that big dream you had, and then it led you to things you never could have imagined before. Then I hope you'll teach this to others. And I'll end this episode with a quote that I ended the Think and Grow Rich book series with. What story do you want to tell? What scenes do you want to shoot? How do you want the movie to end? Be the director of your life, Bob Proctor. Whatever it is you're going after, you'll do it when you believe it. And I'll see you next week. If you're enjoying the Neuroscience Meets Social and Emotional Learning podcast, please don't forget to subscribe so you'll stay up to date with our new episodes. While you're there, please feel free to give us a review or a five-star rating as it helps others find us. For more information on our programs, books, and tools for schools and the workplace, visit us at www.achieveit360.com.